0: I don't cuss because I say that I have a f- small families, like the young families. Yeah, you have so young I go, kids princesses don't cuss. But I'm, what I I'm do not say, a princess. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm you're a queen. A queen. <laughs> that is why. That is why. Snaps.
1: <laughs> hey, babies! Welcome to the Doctor Beauty Podcast, hosted by me, Doctor Anna Guanche. I'm so excited you're here. We plan to educate, inspire, and entertain you. This podcast is not just about beauty. It's about lifestyle, inspiration, life hacks, and of course, beauty. Babies, I'm so excited to have Mexican Pop Princess.
0: <laughs> <Angela Aguilar. laughs> this is so exciting. I'm so excited to be here with you. You're oh so beautiful. I'm God. literally, oh, literally, I come from like doing so many things today, but I'm so excited to talk to you, like have a good time and just, you know, explain a little bit of what I do. Same. You're so
1: spunky and energetic. <laughs> and I took uh, your phone number and I'll tell our listeners that she said, um, put me in there as the Mexican pop princess.
0: Yeah. So basically that's <laughs> it's a big story in the in the way that it's like I just wanted you to remember but they they call me the princesa de la musica mexicana which means the princess of Mexican music. So that that's kind of kind of what I do. I love
1: it. I love it. What is the, your inspiration?
0: I can, I think I know who your inspiration is. Mm-hmm. But Who is your inspiration? Tell us. So basically, um, I'm going to give you a little bit of backstory for the people that don't know me. Um, Uh I grew up in a family of singers and actors. Mm -hmm. Um, My grandparents were actors and singers. And my grandpa shot more than like 150 movies. Um, He was nominated for Oscars. Um, My grandma also nominated for Oscars. Um, She was also an actress and a singer. And they did a horseback show. As in they were singing on top of horses ah. throughout the whole world. So they would do shows in Colombia and in Chile, and Venezuela, and Miami, New York, LA. Literally, they would take their horses everywhere. Um, ah. More so even that like to fly their horses, they would have to get like cargo planes so that the horses could fly like comfortably right. and stuff like that. So it was like the beginning of those like equestrian like musical shows. And then my father decided to go completely out of that spectrum. And he decided to do like Mexican pop music, Mm -hmm. right? Um, He loves rock. He's literally the biggest fan of all like Journey and Aerosmith and like Pink Floyd and, you know. But he grabbed that inspiration. He put some Mexican music in there. Mm -hmm. And then I'm the product of like the traditional, the not traditional, put into one, but like Generation Z and... It's just like I started singing when I was three, and now love. I'm 18. And now you're 18. It's like I'm a 18. fusion, right? So yeah. it appeals
1: to it across a lot of different interests and cultures and Definitely. Things like that. I love it. So what, who, what's your daddy's name? Pepe. Pepe Aguilar. Pepe Aguilar, and he's like a worldwide
0: phenomenon. I'm his number one fan. I, I'm, I will I will what's it called I will brag about my father. Brag, we want to hear all the bragging. 9-time Grammy award winner, 13 Premio Nuestro award winner, has a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Um Literally we sell out a couple of staples um, a year. Like it's he's amazing. I'm his number one fan and, and I love him very much. Oh, I bet he's your number one fan too. <laughs> <laughs> well he taught me everything. He must be my number yes. one. Fan. Do you have any siblings? Um, I have three other siblings. Um, my younger brother, well, he's older than me, but he's the youngest. Um he is also a singer. He writes a lot of music. Mm-hmm. Um, my older sister, she did, she studied entertainment business management, so mm-hmm. she can manage us. Oh, that's
1: awesome! Is and she doing that yet, or she? Yeah, still, no, oh. she
0: finished, and now she's managing and she's helping out with the tour and everything. And Amazing. my older brother, he has a girlfriend. That's that's all I'm gonna say all, about. Him. <laughs> all we're gonna
1: say about him. <laughs> and he's obsessed with her. Is that? Yeah, what that, that's
0: basically <laughs> it.
1: She's gonna hear this. It's okay. It's,
0: okay. it's good She knows. That's what she wants to do. She hear. knows that's how I feel.
1: No, this is, is hot. <laughs> so tell me, uh, where do you perform? Where do you do your performances?
0: Um, Like geographically or like yeah. where? Oh, geographically? Everywhere. Everywhere, right? Literally Do you find it wherever. hard to
1: balance like your traveling and your personal life and all that?
0: I think for me specifically... Since I travel with my family, mm-hmm. my personal life is my professional yeah. life. Um, but as I've gotten older, I've just found friends in the way that, like, can travel with me and can travel mm-hmm. to me. Because um, I think one of the things that people don't realize when when you're a singer and or when you're, like, constantly, like, moving and traveling for work mm-hmm. is that you can't go to the birthday parties. You can't go to, um, you know, when your best friend is having is is it going into labor like there are certain things that have happened to me that I've lost a lot of those moments because I've been working Mm -hmm. so it's like you have to find people and you have to surround yourself with people that are like understanding of the situation Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. that makes sense and that'll probably extend to whoever you eventually get into a relationship with unless you're gonna take them with you which is the best of all
0: yeah options probably They can follow me. They can follow follow me. Why Why not? not? Why not? Why not?
1: That's a great attitude. Yeah, that you're very mature for your age, probably because you've been performing for so since childhood, right? So you're super comfortable.
0: I think I'm a little too comfortable, but the thing is, I don't. (laughs) I never do interviews in English. I'm always doing interviews in Spanish and stuff like that. We're just we're just two girls just talking about life and and you know, I did my first interview when I was like five. Yeah, so it's literally. I feel at home. Just super comfortable for yeah, you. Yeah, I right? feel at okay, home. Good.
1: Did you just mention to me you have fourteen dogs? I have fourteen dogs. Fourteen dogs. Twenty-seven kind of horses. Dogs? Twenty-seven
0: horses. Like five hundred cows. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I know. Here? Um. No, we have oh. them in Mexico.
1: Oh. We oh, we okay. travel
0: with two of our pups, but um. Because we're scared of them going under in the plane, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So we only travel with two. Um, but we have 14 at home, and we have pugs, and we have chowenies, and then we, we have chowles like the hairless dogs. Oh, really? You know the Mexican hairless dogs? Yes. We have four of those. Um, and they just run around the whole ranch, and they make a mess, and they're so fun.
1: Love, love it. I have three dogs, and for me, it feels like I have a lot of dogs. I feel like I have a lot of dogs. Really? I have a patient who has 21 dogs okay, that's, out in Simi Valley. That's a
0: little too much yeah. for me. What, 14 is okay though? Because we're in a ranch. I don't yeah, see them on a that ranch much. <laughs> she has a ranch
1: out in Simi, I believe. And I I remember when I was having a conversation with her, and I always like think people are surprised when I say I have three big dogs. They're like, mm-hmm. three
0: dogs? She's like, well, I have 21. Oh my go, Excuse gosh. Me, what? Did she adopt them? I think that's. No. No? Oh, wow. No, they're purebred. We can just say that they're adopted and Okay, they're be adopted. perfect. You
1: know, they're adopted from their mothers, I mean, actually, right? Yeah. Somebody gave birth to them. Exactly.
0: They're, <laughs> they're adopted. They're housed they're in They're adapted. Exactly. They have their own
1: house, she told me. Their own house and their yeah. own everything. So it's pretty cool. I'm like, how do you even divide yourself to give enough attention to all these people, Aww. all these creatures? Oh, but, my
0: God. the Dogs are amazing. Yeah. They're the best companion. They know what you're doing. Like, literally, my dog, she will, when I feel sad or something, mm-hmm. she will literally Literally lay on top of my neck, yeah. So that I'm like, she's like, this is how I'm gonna help you, even though she she's not helping me, but she's like, I'm just gonna yes, be here next to you. you. That's so why they cute, call them
1: comfort dog. She's the best. Sometimes I trick my dogs into thinking that something's wrong with me. Really, like if I just lay really still. They they start coming around and like nosing me no. and trying to like see if I'm okay and like <laughs> you know because that's their instinct just to say like check on you. You know, yeah, definitely. So, but I love them. I love them. I only I don't have um, any horses though,
0: and you're very much an equestrian, right? Yeah, I've been riding since I was eight. Yeah. Um. Then I st- okay. So basically, this is what happened. I live in a community where we have horses and there's horses all around, right? Yeah. Um. So I thought it was a good idea to tell my 13 year old brother to put the like the saddle on the horse so yeah. I could ride by myself. Oh, boy. Um, and I was riding, and um, the horse that we used to have, his name was Floro. Um, he always did, like, a little kick before he started galloping. Uh-huh. And I didn't know that because I was, like, so super young. I wasn't even paying attention. Right. And um point is, I fell. I didn't break anything or anything, but I didn't tell my parents. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then I was just scared of riding horses. And oh. then, like... Three years ago, three or four years ago, my dad decided to start Jaripos en Fronteras, which is our horse show. Uh And I was like, they were like talking about Leo riding, my brother Leo riding the horses, my dad riding the horses, my uncle riding the horses. I'm like, wait, so only the guys are going to ride the horses? Uh I'm like, Uh uh uh-uh. The feminist in me cannot allow this to happen. (laughs) So I was like, okay… I'm going to start like practicing and Good. that's how I started and I started riding like two hours a day or I would mm-hmm. do like two hours of riding a day and then one hour of like exercise on top of the horse and then now I'm riding everywhere. I love it. I love it. So you got over your fear. Did he not put the saddle on correctly? Is that what happened? No. The thing is, is just like every time I used to gallop, obviously I, somebody would be holding like the horse and like taking me around uh-huh, the uh-huh. arena. And um, I was alone. I was eight-year-old Angela on top of a really big horse. And yeah. I was just like, let's gallop. Like, uh, and, and that's why I fell. But uh, literally told nobody that story until like a year ago. Uh-huh. And my dad was like, so irresponsible. He started yelling at my brother. I'm <laughs> like, hey, that was like uh, eight years ago. You need to stop. You but, can't
1: yell at him. You know what that. I mean?
0: <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so as
1: as far as your siblings, you're the most the most sort of Visible one, the most famous one. Mm-hmm. Does that cause any friction between the the four of you? Does Does anyone feel like you're the favorite and they're not getting as much attention
0: and stuff like that? Or I love how I go. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. No, I saw the this, face. This, mm-hmm. I saw the face. No, you know what? Like this is the thing. They take advantage of it. Ah. So so at the end of the day, I'm filled with like I take advantage of my dad. So no. I'm like. Hey, can I make a reservation under Pepe Aguilar, please? So I can get like a really good table. Yeah. And then my sister goes, Hey, can I make a reservation under Angela Aguilar? So she (laughs) can get a good table. Yeah. So it's only fair. It happens in both. And my sister, like, you know, I feel like it's. They get the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. Specifically my sister. My brother is also like famous in Mexico. Not so much like here in, in the States, but in Mexico he mm-hmm. is. So my sister gets the best of both worlds. Because she goes... She literally travels all around the world. She doesn't sing. So she doesn't have that like... <laughs> the pressure, pressure. The pressure yeah. of the three generations on her. And she um literally like goes to the same restaurants like gets all the special gets treatment. All the treatment. I'm like but when I get older, I want to be like you. <laughs> That's what I want to do when I when I'm older, I want to be like you. Um and it's so funny and it's so nice and, and when we were little it was hard because and I think I've never said this in an intervie- in, in, in in an interview, but when I was little I would get super sad because my brother and I we would sing together and it would be like my dad Um, There used to be a place here in Los Angeles called the Gibson Amphitheater. Uh And they now changed it into um, Harry Potter World or something like that. Universal Studios. And what happened was that it was the last show at the Gibson. And my Mm -hmm. dad was doing the last show. So um, he sang for like four and a half hours. It was like so crazy because we were all super sad about that. That it was like the last show. And my dad that was like one of the first places that my dad invited us to sing. So my brother came out, he sang, and the crowd was like really good. And they were like, yeah, good job, Leo, whatever, whatever. And then I come out to sing. And then the crowd is like super going crazy. And everybody's like yelling and whatever. I had no idea what I was doing. And I probably sounded horrible. But I think they saw like a little tiny, like six-year-old like singing, and they were so excited. So for me, it was very difficult. Because I saw that it affected my brother. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. what would happen was... um, I would just not say like... The good things that had happened to me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I wouldn't make him feel bad. Right. But then after I learned... That like everybody has their own hero's journey. Everybody is going through their own path and stuff like that. At the end of the day... The people that you surround yourself with push you up. So if I'm able to do this... And if I'm able to have these doors opened... It's so you can walk through them as well. That's right. You know?
1: That's very wise. That's very wise. Because it, it gets to the point where you feel like apologizing for your success. Because yeah. maybe somebody right next to you isn't having that exact thing happening in their life at that time. They'll have different successes and maybe they won't be as public or, or whatever. But it doesn't feel like it at the time. So um it's... It's good to embrace it and not be apologetic and not be guilty about it, but it's a process to get to that point, right? Definitely. And then I think also if you don't feel bad about it and you're just, it's just normal for you that the other person that's around you almost doesn't feel as bad about it. If you just embrace it, right? Don't you mm-hmm. think? Or no, they feel worse.
0: I don't know. Depends like, on the person, I guess. Literally, it's funny because for me, that happens with my dad. Like, oh, really? everything that I do, he can do better, and he's already done, and he's probably been, like, the best at it, right? right? So, for me, it's, like, just trying to find my path in all of that, like... um Oh, so you feel in the shadow of what he's done?
1: Oh, not in the shadow, but, but see, it's, he's like... he's in a different generation. I definitely. Mean, I think it would be, it's a little different than someone, your, your own sibling or someone, your
0: contemporary. Um, but at versus... the end of the day, we're not really looking into, like the oldness of the artist or the... The um, the age of the The artist, age yeah. of the artist, but we're looking more so into, like, the capacity of transporting your music into a different generation and different artists, which is the same thing that my dad is doing. Right. But because he has so much experience, he knows how to target those things, and he has the most amazing, like, ear to, like, tell what things go and what things don't go. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, for me, I guess... When I look at my father I'm like all the things that I want to be. Yeah. And awesome. Leo looks at my father the same way. And I'm a little bit closer to that because I just been performing more. But yeah. I feel like we're we love each other so much that if Leo wasn't in my life I wouldn't be where I am and he wouldn't be where he is without me. Because my dad would put competitions for us oh. singing wise. Like, he we, he taught us how to do everything from, like, voice modulations to inflections to um, correcting your pitch automatically mm-hmm. to um, literally doing harmonies, the second, the third harmony. And my bro- my dad would be in the car. He would play a song and be like, now do the harmony. And whoever did the harmony first would win, right? So it was a competition uh, always okay. between me and my brother. And I think that made us, like super it it like transported us like super fast because like the competition was in-house and now the competition (laughs) is outside of the house
1: right right no that's awesome so would you say that your mentor your
0: idol is your dad my dad is my everything like he is my my personal mentor my like professional mentor um he literally is the smartest person I know and he takes me through the good path yeah I love that and does your mom get jealous okay my mom you are is also you're a daddy's girl like i don't know if i could That's say this but like my mom is a badass like my mom is amazing <laughs> of course you could say like this. i don't know what type of podcast this is but ass is not that much of a bad word and no. the thing is compared like, to what we've had on this podcast oh it really is not a bad word no, okay good bad. i don't cuss because i say that i have a f- small families like the young families yeah you have so young I go, kids princesses don't cuss but what i I'm do say princess, no I'm you're a queen, a queen. <laughs> that is why that is why snaps no like literally it's it's just like my mom was a model mm-hmm. um then she became a momager so yeah. my mom literally she's a momager, she's Did you the hear that? momager and she is amazing <laughs> and she literally like helps me design my dresses and she's literally taking care of this whole company she's the ceo of our um company we have a uh, Well, we have. My parents have um, a record company, a record label. Um, They have their own, like, studios and everything. So my mom is amazing. She's a badass. And I respect them both. And it's really funny because, and it's really good. Because whenever something happens in my career that, like, makes me feel like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And this is, they're like, hey, 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 come back down. Come back down. Come back down. Go, go, go to your room. Like you know what I mean? Like so so that's super fun. It's just since it's in family, there's like no boundaries. That's
1: good. They have ground a grounding effect on you. Definitely. That's
0: good. Yeah, because no, you're right. Because
1: and also someone managing your career, like your sister, like you were saying, it's always important to have people you trust around. Yeah. And so what happens sometimes if you are someone who can have a lot of earning power is that you have to find people around that will manage your money, handle stuff, and do all these transactions and not take advantage of you. Definitely. Um, So a lot of artists end up getting taken advantage of by their manager or by their team or Mm -hmm. somehow. You'll hear about that all through history about different people that have secretly gotten taken advantage of, but your family won't do that to you most of the time. Your family won't do that to you. We can think of one famous family. I saw where it happens. a
0: very big documentary on Britney Spears that says otherwise. But yeah, my family that's... My family, they won't do that to me. Like literally, it's it's really funny and I appreciate them, but they taught me since I was little to like take care of money. Uh huh. And oh, they like, did good. So I literally spend five percent of what I earn, and that's the only thing that I spend. Good for you. Everything else is in my savings. And um, I'm working to be able to buy a house, to be able to build a house, to be able to, like, create those strong foundations that at the end of the day are going to be, like, financially way better for me than buying 10 purses at once. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly.
1: Thank you for saying this, and I hope a lot of super young people are listening and super old and super medium, middle-aged. Super
0: medium people. <laughs> all, of, all
1: of you. Because uh, because there's a, there's always been this thing where people want to – Spend more than they have or appear to have more than they have by buying stuff and things. And what happens is then they're not building what they could actually have by investing or saving. Yeah. And what happens is, yeah, you have the fancy purse or 10 purses because you got money today, but you didn't do anything to
0: mm-hmm. have money in
1: the future. And um, I always tell people, yours is even better, 5%, 10%. But I always say, you can spend a third, save a third, and invest a third. So that your money's growing, but you're also still enjoying it right now. You don't want to save it all for later because you want to enjoy it. But I think a lot of times what happens is you're tempted to just spend it all. Definitely. And then some. And, and then, take and some, then on credit, some. I yeah? I
0: agree, but I'm just working so. so I can like retire when I'm like 25 in Napa Valley, like with a big ranch. That's what I want to do with my life. You really? <laughs> Wait, tell us more. No, watch. You wanna you wanna retire to Napa Valley? You watch, a watch my yeah. Or a ranch, a vineyard, but like a vineyard okay. ranch. Why not? A and vineyard it's, ranch. It's so interesting because that's funny. in Mexico. I was... I'm eighteen, so I can drink in Mexico. Yeah. In, in the United States, I can't drink because, you know, that's why I said 25. But if I were to be able to retire right now, yeah, I wouldn't. You wouldn't retire? Not right now. Okay. Because I'm 18. Yeah, you're 18. You, you got to work at parents, least seven more years. My parents tell me because the thing is, <laughs> right? this is the thing. Come on. If I'm smart about it, I can yeah. probably like retire like at 27. Yeah. No, absolutely. But why? I think what I'm going to do is this. So... This is my life plan. My parents already my parents think I'm crazy okay, because they okay. think that my career and they're probably right. I I can't live without music. Right. But for me, I'm like, you know, it would be super fun. It would be super fun to like take a sabbatical. And instead of a, a short retirement, it would be like my midlife crisis retirement. While I'm like 25, so it's like my so one fourth life crisis. So crisis will
1: be 25. Yeah, well,
0: I hope that's my not your one mid-life. fourth. No, my, my one fourth life crisis. Your your early life <laughs> crisis. Well, you know,
1: uh, honestly, I do feel like for people that I meet that are either child actors or or started performing at a young age, it's like your working life started so early, mm-hmm. and 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 so that you're almost accelerated, so that you feel very mature. First of all, at a young age, like you are, but also. By the time you're twenty five you've worked since you were five, yeah right? so you have a 20 year career under your belt so sa- saying you want to retire sounds funny to some people yeah who start their career maybe after college, but for people that start working working really early mm-hmm. it's it's uh it's a long road yeah but you probably won't retire because people usually love if you love singing you- and you love audiences mm-hmm. it's hard to give up it's hard to not be yeah doing that like suddenly not be in the public eye not be performing I agree. Be kind of boring
0: Um, you know I'm a very weird 18 year old because 18 <laughs> year olds I think are like they're the people that I know are people that are like first time going to parties first time like experimenting and going and they're like seeing who they want to be and everything I literally want to stay home reading books drinking tea with my dog
1: are like you an the, introvert, maybe? That's literally...
0: No. Look at me. No, but I've, but I've the, learned
1: something about introverts. You can be an introvert at home. You can be an introvert in your personal life and in mm. your performance life or your like, interviews or singing. You can be an extrovert, but in your actual personal life, you're an introvert. That happens.
0: I make so many friends and like when I'm no. like... Okay, so you're not an introvert. I'm not an introvert, but the thing is, I'm just... just checking tired of people sometimes you know yeah. what I mean You, you. but this is why I'm gonna tell you why tell me why because my family is filled with my siblings and we literally have breakfast lunch and dinner together yeah, yeah, so yeah. sometimes it's just like hey guys I'm gonna go read my book I need to be like peace go away yeah literally yeah. I need to be at peace and I think that's part of the meditation that has really really worked for me mm-hmm. like learning to be by myself learning to be alone because this career is, is a, it's called the career of the lonely right because mm-hmm. you're traveling alone you go to shows you get home you get to the hotel and you're by yourself unless you like you get married or whatever but um for me it's like I travel with my family but I have one of my best friends he goes by himself to his shows Mm -hmm. goes back to the hotel by himself goes on the road by himself it's like it's the loneliest career except for years
1: Yours is different because you have your family. I, but for most my family, it
0: is. Have you seen those like um, the clown cars that the, the the starts like one clown comes out and like there's ten more that's going. That's me and my family, exactly. literally. I love it. That's awesome. It is so fun. It is fun. I
1: love it. But it's good that you're setting boundaries and you know how to tell people like, okay, I need some quiet time. Don't harass. They me. Know. me they know. They know.
0: They know. It's like it's like my eye. It's like my. <laughs> No. No. Leave <laughs> it's like me alone. Take a chill pill, guys. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love that.
1: So, so we talked about who inspires you or did uh-huh. we? It's mostly your dad, right? My dad.
0: And then what do you have an inspirational quote that you love? An inspirational quote? Um, I think I just oh Right now, it just came to my mind. There's there's not a specific quote that I'm like, this is what I go through. But my grandma always told me this. Mm-hmm. And I'm someday going to get a tattooed when my parents don't kill me. Uh-oh. And basically, it, the tattoo says, thank you for everything. Thank you so much. Um, And in Spanish, it sounds better. It's gracias por todo, gracias siempre. Mm-hmm. So, um, basically, for me, it's just... A form of gratitude it's a form of gratitude because yeah. i'm so like heavenly blessed in my life Aww. and i literally live a gigantic fairy tale and there, i know so many other realities around me that are not the same and i feel truly blessed to have like the support system i have and truly blessed that like what i love to do is also what pays yeah the bills. What you, you yeah, know what, what i mean
1: exactly your career and what you love to do are the same thing yeah that's that's a gift.
0: It's truly a blessing. I feel that way, too. Yeah. Okay.
1: You know. If you could pick any singer in the world to hang out with, who would it be? Other than your dad. No, I wouldn't pick my dad. <laughs>
0: um, is this... <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no. No. No, you know what? You can I... hang out with him anytime. Yeah. You don't need to use your wish for Even that. when I don't want to. I hang out with so him all the time. Me. No, but <laughs> um, I think... You know what? I really love Alicia Keys, his like energy, personality. I just read her book and I think I really like what what she does. I love how she's an actual like creative artist and she like, yeah, like
1: she used to live right around here. Dives
0: into her. Right. I know. I saw her one time at the Latin Grammys because we were there because I was I was going to perform and she performed like two, two musicals before me. And I was looking at her. I was just like, oh, my God, she's so pretty without makeup because she knows she doesn't wear any makeup. Beautiful. And I'm like, ugh. So if you could do
1: a collab, a musical collab, who would be your dream collab person?
0: Do they have to be alive?
1: Ah, no. You can say whatever you want. But someone alive is more exciting because maybe it'll actually happen. Mm.
0: Justin Timberlake? No. Not that I don't love him. But not him. I think I would want to work with somebody like Adele. Somebody that writes her own music. Maybe Mm -hmm. I could do something like with, I think Bruno Mars has amazing, Mm -hmm. an amazing Mm -hmm. vocal capability. Um, I think that like Christina Aguilera, is amazing. Literally, I performed at a thing called Potty, which is um, Person of the Year. They do it one day before the Latin Grammys. Yeah, and she was rehearsing before me because I was I literally went on right after her. Like, who chooses that? But anyways, I'm like, why would I go after Christina Aguilera? Like, okay, thank <laughs> you guys, one. thank you. No, and the good thing is I didn't know, but she started the show, and I was like two two um, performances in, so I felt great. Good. But the thing was, I literally like look at her, and she's just like doing these crazy. Like inflections and movements with her voice, and she's singing in Spanish, mm-hmm. and it's hard for Americans to sing Spanish because the vowels are different, right? And there's a different type of pronunciation with your R's, and you know it's just a different way of saying things. So Christina Aguilera, and then I love what The Weeknd did with um La Rosalía, that he did a collaboration with her. I think something like that would be pretty. That cool. would be
1: cool. He's been doing a lot of collabs. Yeah. He's been doing a lot. And Elton John was really is really cool. All the yeah, he just did doing. one with Dua
0: Lipa. It was yeah. really cool. I love
1: it. Dua Lipa would be good too. Dua Lipa was nice. But it's all going to happen. You're just brand new. St- I mean, you're you not think? new starting, but you're just, you've are just you got so much. Oh, I'm a you. baby. You're just a baby I'm no. a baby.
0: Like, I literally but go when I was younger, but I'm still young. So it's like two years ago. Yeah, two years ago <laughs> when I was 16. So long ago. <laughs> you don't even know. Yeah. I love
1: it. I love it. So, um, do you feel like spinning the wheel? Spinning the wheel? If I spin
0: the wheel so we can
1: ask you stuff.
0: Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Well, everything I say can and will be held against me. Yes. Okay. Um. Yes. Oh my gosh. Ready?
1: I'm going to hold it and you're going to spin it. Okay. So, what do we want? Uh, jelly beans. I want you to get jelly beans.
0: What do we don't want? What is it? You what? don't
1: want jelly beans, but I want you to get jelly beans.
0: Why? What is it?
1: Because.
0: Are they bad? Maybe. You're terrible. <laughs> I can't. She got jelly beans. This is terrible. How this is terrible. The, time, you guys. the only you thing, guys. if it's spicy, I can do it because I'm Mexican. Okay, spicy, no problem. What if it's gross? Why would you give me a gross jelly bean? Do you know. want me to come back to your podcast? I, 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 this is a I, terrible I'm, idea. Well, it's a special game. Oh, I know what those are. So you can either get a good one or a bad one. Yeah. I have terrible luck. You ready? No. Are you going to play? Should I? You
1: can refuse to play. But that's like... That's no fun. That's I'll no play fun. With you.
0: I'll play too.
1: Okay, but I always get the bad one. Always, I always get the bad one.
0: Oh, don't say that because I have really bad luck. So Uh-oh. now I'm gonna get the bad one. Uh okay, oh. Okay, you just got, got the water's ready. Look here we go. Okay, spin this water- little wheel. You can give it to us now. Give it to us ahead of time because I have. Oh, and the, the worst thing is, thank you, thank you very much. The worst thing is, my facial expressions say it all. I know we're gonna be we're gonna be
1: able to tell right away. Okay. So you got to spin this little wheel. Okay. Oh, should we get the water ready? Look, she gave me a plate. I give her a plate. I'm not going to eat the whole thing. You're so mean. Courtney is the one who came, whose brainchild this is, by the way.
0: No, who chooses these things? So, I, oh, see. Eva LaRue. I thought we going to talk She'd about yeah. beauty products. I didn't think I was
1: going to eat. Well, we are going to talk about beauty products. Do you okay. have something? Can I just ones? choose? Oh, you spin. Okay, and then I... So then you got the blue one. So the blue gummy... It says that it's either going to taste like berries or toothpaste. Oh, either That's or is fine. It's minty. Bad. Oh, this is good. That's not too bad. You got lucky. So
0: blue is this one, right?
1: Yeah. Some people get that dishwasher one.
0: Oh. Mm. Mint. Oh, it's toothpaste. No. Great. I got mint. Is mint toothpaste? Yeah,
1: toothpaste. We got the toothpaste one. We didn't get the berry oh, one. It's good. That's good. It's not too bad. I would have not liked the, the berry Last one. Last time I did it, it was like rotten egg or something. Ew. Disgusting. Anyway. Anyway. Not too bad. We survived. Do you want to do another one? No. No.
0: <laughs> I'll spin the wheel again. Spin the wheel.
1: Mm. Wear it or tear it. Okay. I'm going to ask you about different types of clothing and you tell me whether you wear it or tear it. Okay. Do you like it or not? Like it? Okay tiger print maxi dress wear it oh crochet top tear it (laughs) why it's grandma huh it's grandma it's grandma you don't want a crochet top well crochet tops can be sexy though those little mini ones but anyway fishnets no no tear it rip it it. you can wear torn fishnets
0: not okay. 80s, not the 80s, not anymore.
1: No, no. What about a metallic green dress?
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, right? Wear it, definitely. Do you have any award shows coming up? Literally the 24th, I have Premios Lo Nuestro. I have seven nominations. What's it called? Premios Lo Nuestro. It's a, like an important one. Really? Yeah. Where
1: I'm excited. It Miami. In Miami. Ooh, I love Miami. Miami. Oh
0: my gosh. Miami's it's dangerous. Really,
1: really big in Miami. Mm-hmm. Like all, everyone goes crazy. <laughs> oh my God, I love Miami. I was just there. Okay, so you guys been. Again? Yeah. Uh, again. Yeah. Free association? Is that. Okay, I love free association. That what means is that? I say something and then you say whatever comes to mind. Okay. Okay, one so, worded answers. One word answer. Okay. I say something, you say one word answer. Okay, okay. perfect. Horse.
0: Me. <laughs> <laughs> literally
1: Yorona. Um, uh, crying Th- okay selena
0: baila esta cumbia it's a song
1: okay 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 you can't say more than one no I'm just kidding okay baila 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 blush pink okay cowgirl me me <laughs> flowers
0: men 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 <laughs> Is there a man in your life? You know what? There's many men in my life. Oh. My dad, my brother, my cousins, my uncles. You know, I have a lot of men in my life. That's what it is. But I will tell you uh-huh. a quick story about yeah. a man. This, I haven't told anyone either. Yeah. And this is what happened to me literally in my last show. And there's this guy that's trying to get me to date him. I yeah. will not say names. I hope but he's listening. He literally sent me 700 roses to my hotel. <gasps> 700 roses? 700 roses to my hotel. And it was like seven, um, seven, like big, like bouquets of a hundred roses. Wow! And then I read the card and it's like super cute or whatever. I am like, oh, thank you so much. Like, and I leave the roses at the hotel because uh-huh. it's like, I'm not going to take them to the venue with me. Roses. Yeah. Open the door of my dressing room. Another like 500 roses more over there. I'm like, this man is so in love with me. I can't even. So my dad, my dad goes, who is this guy? Like, why is he sending you these things? Like, and then the next day, he sent my mom roses. Oh, he <laughs> yeah. knows what he's doing. He got doing. jealous. He got jealous. He was like, hey, I have to be the one that like that spoils my that. girls. Oh, your dad sent flowers mm-hmm. to your,
1: roses to your mom. I see. I see. You can't be outdone like that. Can't how be many outdone. Hundred, how many hundred roses did
0: he send? I think more than like a thousand. Like You're literally. Kidding. I promise you. Okay. So did you go out with the guy? Did it work? No, he can keep trying. Keep trying. Keep him working. Can keep keep, keep them trying. Working.
1: <laughs> How old is this guy?
0: I don't know, but like he's a he's apparently he's like a he, good guy in the industry and yeah. like people know him, but he's not. I'm like 40. busy. No. Oh, okay. I was like, imagine. Oh. Yeah. No, I can't
1: imagine. Unfortunately,
0: I can too. That's sad. It's sad. Yeah. But not for me.
1: No, no, that's too much. My
0: dad would kill him. Like I My dad is six foot seven. The old,
1: I know. <laughs> Literally old. will kill the guy. The oldest is 21.
0: Your oldest? The oldest that
1: you could date. Me? Yeah. But I'm 18. I know. 21's the oldest that you should
0: date. I'm thinking around 25 is a good age.
1: 25? Okay, I'll make an exception.
0: Oh, an exception? That's nice. 25. Oh, is that what you're thinking? Why do you think 25? <laughs> oh, because look, my brother is 23, and I think that he's a child.
1: So I, I, I see, think I that
0: if it's old, he's older, I think he'll be more Maybe mature. Maybe will more mature. Yeah. I see. Okay,
1: okay. It's okay.
0: my mentality.
1: Yeah, no, probably I Probably mean, is not is true. what's going to happen. There's probably not a lot of 18-year-old guys that are as mature as you are. That's true. Okay, and what about one last thing? Pose. Pose? Pose.
0: Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. I love your Instagram. I love you your Instagram.
1: Really? Thank you. Your oh my Instagram's God, amazing. worked really hard on it.
0: I know. Courtney I need really? help with that. Like I'm literally the worst at Instagramming. No, like I love your Instagram. I think it's amazing. Thank all those beautiful you. art shots and
1: everything.
0: Thank but you. But it is it is
1: work. Instagram's, t- Instagram's t-
0: work. Have constant content. And your TikTok is okay. amazing too. You're so consistent. Like literally. I'm so bad. I post once a day. I post once a day. Sometimes twice
1: a day. Really? also the reason I'm consistent is because I actually enjoy really much.
0: I really, really enjoy doing it. They're really fun. And then they get stuck in your head. And then it's like, it's, but it's really cool. You do get stuck in your head. Do you have a TikTok too? I do have a TikTok.
1: Okay, you guys need to follow her. Although she has like... Millions and millions of followers. <laughs> so she doesn't need you, but if you want, if she you doesn't need, need you. But I, you need yes I
0: do. Don't be rude. Go no. follow me. <laughs> like, please. No. So but tell us your handles. No, Angela Aguilar. Wherever it's the one that has a blue check mark. Angela Aguilar. Where she that? is gorgeous. So, spunky. I'm gorgeous it's because so of you. Fun. Oh, literally, and I get to take all the, credit. the only reason why not because of my mother, it's because of you. And oh. I'm. <laughs> your mom's gonna love that. I'm kidding, this was sarcasm, okay, but you mom. are it, amazing. Me and
1: your mom have a, like, a little coalition going. We're both, yeah,
0: great. you guys got me, got me good. You're so sweet, thank you. What kind of skin care? What are your beauty secrets? We want to hear about your beauty my secrets. beauty secrets. Um, being 18, base being 18. <laughs> That's one of them. No, um, but I mean,
1: a lot of times like, people struggle with different For me, I issues. do just
0: sunscreen so I don't get freckles. I hate having freckles on my face. Good. Um, and then I always take off my makeup at night. And I don't use um, makeup wipes. I always use, like, a cleansing balm. Mm-hmm. And I use reusable cotton pads because I don't want to, like, kill the environment. Um, for me, I guess, my beauty hack is my no makeup is, like, I always put a tint on my lips and a Uh tint on my cheeks, and I Uh curl my lashes. That's my no-makeup look. Like, it's not actually a no-makeup look, but I think that a little goes a long way, and Mm -hmm. if you have your lashes curled, it, like, makes you look just, like, awake, and, like, that's my beauty hack. Like, literally. But I can't say another one. Like, oh, okay, this is a beauty hack. But I don't know. I think it works for, like, my skin tone. I'm a little bit more brown. (laughs) But, um... I use, like, a lighter uh, eyebrow pencil mm-hmm. to line my lips uh, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. instead instead of a lip liner because, yeah. it, one, it lasts longer. Two, it's cool tone, so it matches more with, like, your skin while uh-huh. you're doing, like, a glossy lip. I think it looks really, really good.
1: Yeah, that lip liner trick is the one J Lo uses too. Really? Yes. Oh,
0: probably the same makeup artist taught us both oh, maybe. of us. Probably. Do you have the same makeup artist? I literally work with everybody's makeup artist. <laughs> oh, oh, I love
1: it. Yeah, it's like a little shadow you put under your lip with like a brown, a pale brown that almost is just slightly darker than your skin tone, and you can line your upper lip. And then she does the filth room. Um, and I know that from a very famous makeup artist that we interviewed. Cool. And so that little line under your nose, she darkens that too, so it's more distinct. And then she puts her lip color and gloss on, so her lips
0: are yeah fuller, make it look yeah. big. Yeah. yeah, honestly, big lips are super cool. When I was little, I hated them. You have beautiful I ha- lips. I hated yeah. my lips, and now everybody likes them. So ah. they're in now. People pay for these. So. Yes,
1: <laughs> you know when I was growing up. When I was growing up. Um, they'd call me Skinny Bone Jones and Skinny um, Bone Jones. They called me Blubber Lips. And it's so funny that I was teased for things that now people are like, they wanna be thin, they wanna have big lips. <laughs> yeah. And then I started teaching aerobic. I used to teach aerobics, step. I taught. Of course um, you did.
0: Yeah. I you love- totally look like you <laughs> like teach aerobics. Yeah. I did. I love doing
1: that, you know. And then my butt, I thought was too big. So the whole time I was teaching, what? anywhere I went, I would have a sweatshirt tied around my waist to cover my butt. Well, now butts are all. Okay, the thank things- you so much for these. <laughs> what do you mean? You're skinny, have a big butt, and amazing lips. Like, please stop. I don't know. It was all things that just wasn't popular.
0: Literally? During high school, unfortunately. So. It all comes back. You're so beautiful. People, <laughs> thank you. be unique in yourselves. Like, yeah. n- know yourself. Just. Don't validate yourself through other people's opinions and you'll be fine. That's true because beauty trends
1: are beauty trends. So just remember if you're listening to this and there's something you have or don't have or something you like or don't like that, you know, trends come and go. You decide if you like it. Is that something, you know, that you think is beautiful or not? There's so many different ways to be beautiful. You don't have to do it like somebody else.
0: Definitely. So. And then um, what else do I do? Like I I always try to stay as long as I can without makeup until yeah. I can and then I'm always trying to um wear like a good have a good cleanser, have a good serum, mm-hmm. have a good like routine where I'm like consistent. And you're consistent. So you guys,
1: consistency is key and you're doing yeah. it, wearing sunscreen, wash all your makeup off every night before you go to bed. These are things I tell people all the time, but. Mm-hmm. Um, and getting it, the it's...
0: occasional facial here always helps. Yes. Home,
1: literally. Uh, yes. We have two estheticians here, so oh, I love it that you come see us. Yeah. Oh my God. I love them. I love them so much. We do the diamond glow. We do extractions. And, you know, just kind of keep you looking and feeling beautiful. I Mm love that. So it's kind of like a pampering, too. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and it's
0: also a misconception because, yeah, I'm young. And, like, I might not need as many things. But at the same time, it's really good to take care of your skin and start, like, preparing for when you're older. Mm -hmm. Like, my mom makes fun of me. But I put on wrinkle cream. For my eyes and like around my mouth because I don't want smile lines and I don't want the little like lines here. So I'm like I'm trying my hardest since little like to like hydrate my skin as much as I Take can. Take care of yourself. Yeah, just it's absolutely elongate that, the the earlier,
1: the earlier you start, the more you know, the more you can prevent. So if you're taking great care of your skin, wearing sunscreen, doing regular facials, not wearing makeup and going to bed,
0: drinking um, water and,
1: and drinking plenty of water. Those are the things that really will set you up to have beautiful skin for your whole life. Yeah. So you're doing it all right. Um, I didn't mean to agree with you that I don't like freckles. I do love freckles. I'm a dermatologist. But um, but you can have less freckling if you wear sunscreen. Yeah.
0: And you'll notice. Uh, because when there's you a different, don't... like the sunspots, you know, you wanna take uh-huh. care of that, yeah, right? Yeah,
1: sunspots, for sure. And, yeah. Um, freckles are actually an indication that your body's trying to protect itself, trying to make a tan, Mm -hmm. Uh, but instead it's doing like an incomplete tan. So some people get freckles, some people don't at your age. But, um, so the fact that when you wear sunscreen for you guys that don't want your freckles as much, if you wear sunscreen consistently, you won't get as many.
0: Yeah. My sister's filled with freckles. Her face is filled with freckles. I think that's why I don't like to have freckles Uh. because it's like, I'm different. That's not your identity. That's not my thing. Somebody
1: else's identity. Exactly. You like to be unique, which is awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. And I, you said I'm weird earlier. And when I was younger, I used to think that being weird is a bad thing. I used to think that was a, you know, you would get teased. You're weird. You're so weird. Mm-hmm. And now I also tell people being weird is the best thing you can be. Be your own perfect, unique self. You don't want to be like anybody else. You, your weirdness is your specialness. That's the thing about you that makes you unique and special definitely in
0: especially in social media i feel like if i could say anything about that it's just like we already see everybody else doing what they're doing like we need like to grow what you right. want to do to show what new things you want to put into the world because everybody can follow something but few people can actually create so create you know original
1: content yeah, yeah definitely yeah, yeah no you're absolutely right and i always say I always say to people, you should spend some of your time creating every day. Like, you spend a lot of time consuming. Like, you watch TikToks, you watch social media, you watch Netflix or whatever. But you should try to reserve, if you can, at least 10% of your time creating something new in that, you know, mental process. And then eventually you'll start to do more and more of it because it's just really satisfying. Mm -hmm. Um, But a lot of people are afraid of their own creativity. Like, they don't want to take a chance of doing something different new that might, you know, they might be criticized for or whatever. Yeah. Um do you ever do you ever get trolls or mean people saying anything about you on your social media or
0: um yeah definitely. Like um there's this when I was little my parents told me to do something and they were like, don't read the good comments and don't read the bad comments. Mm-hmm. Just exactly. don't read any comments. Because if you read too many good comments then you're gonna like get be like head. try to get like uh-huh their appreciation for yourself while you should be appreciating yourself without the need of them liking you. Right. And then if you read the bad comments, then you're going to feel bad about yourself. I opened my phone not because I'm being rude, but because... I can't believe she opened her phone. Literally.
1: My it's because she's would 18.
0: No, but I am opened my phone because I want to tell you in the last month, I'm going to tell you how many people have followed me and how many people have unfollowed me on my account. Mm. Um, and this is... There's a, there's a reason behind this. So in the past month, I've had an overall of 281,000 people following me. Uh That same month, I had 138,000 people unfollow me. Wow. So at the end, I got 143,000 followers. What I'm saying here is not everyone's going to like you. Yeah. Not everyone is going to be positive towards you. And that's why it's so important to be completely secure about who you are as a person mm-hmm. and not like, obviously, it's good to have um, opinions. And it's good if you ask for advice or, you know, a different point of view. That's amazing. But you can't let other people change you. And right. nobody, nobody is completely loved. You know what I mean? Like right, even by every single person. Exactly. That's true. And I think specifically us as being women in this industry and in this growing world of social media, I think we just have to be like very secure in ourselves Mm -hmm. and you have to have a very strong roots because it's very easy to be like, why did 138,000 people go into their phone to unfollow me? Yeah. But then I think about it and I'm like, but 240 people, 240,000 people said, I want to follow you. I want to follow you. You know what I mean? So it's like either or. I mean, at the end of the day.
1: I know. You know, to some extent, you really want the people who want to follow you to be your audience anyway. You Mm -hmm. don't want a bunch of people who don't are not interested in your content or whatever. But also, it's interesting how human nature is that I can have a hundred people say great things and then one person says something mean. Ruins the night. And it ruins everything. And you think yeah. to yourself, why can't I focus on the 100 good comments versus this one? And even though I block and delete, it's still in you and it hurts your feelings. And what's interesting is I think the people that troll or say the mean things, they know that. They know they have that power. Mm-hmm. So my goal is to not let that happen. Uh, but it's also interesting that you say you shouldn't listen to the good comments either. The people that think you hung the moon. Mm-hmm. And then you think to yourself, can I even live up to that? Can I li- no. even live up to like this or image? You morph yourself to what they like, right? Which and, is and, really bad. And you can't, you can't do that. You just have to be true to who you are. And some people yeah. love you. Some people can't stand you. And then there's everything in between. Mm-hmm. And and you're very wise to know that early. Do you think that's because um, your your dad is famous and he taught you that, and maybe he went through that? Or yeah, I
0: just think it's because of my mom and my dad. Like yeah. the. Um, Back in the day, it wasn't social media, but it was, like, Uh newspapers, magazines, Mm -hmm. paparazzi, big shows, like, big, big things. And, like, right now, it's, like, memes, posts, and, like, comments. And for me, I think they literally just tell me it's just, like, just know who you are. Don't lose yourself. Yeah. Don't lose yourself finding the people to follow you, you know? So That's
1: right. Know who you are. And if they follow, they follow. They don't follow, they don't follow. Mm-hmm. But you're not chasing, like, to see what they like. Yeah. So you could do what they like. And so your you
0: numbers can... don't make you. Because yeah. there's so many artists. And I don't know if you noticed this. But there's so many artists that are doing world tours, sellout tours. Mm-hmm. That have, like, 500,000 followers. Yes. and or then have no social media. Or have no social media. Yeah. And then there's this... Other like amazing, big, like, let's say a TikTok star Mm -hmm. that can't fill a bar. Right. You know what I mean? So um, numbers aren't everything. And of course, it's a good platform to like transform. But okay, so the, you know Live Nation? Yeah. So basically, um, the head of Live Nation, there's this woman named Emily. Mm -hmm. And Emily always tells me tickets, not likes. And what I say is (laughs)
1: tickets, not likes tickets brilliant,
0: and likes or tickets and likes. That's awesome. Tickets, not likes. And the way that we're saying it's like, yeah, more so than social media. Where are you going to take your social media? What? Why are you doing it? Right. You know? No, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. And do you ever find it hard?
1: Like you were saying, I don't sing on interviews anymore because that's my talent that you could you could come to my show and hear me sing mm-hmm. that you feel to some extent when you're creating content constantly that you're basically giving away something that's, you you know, like that it's hard to like, where do you stop the line of like your entertainment is just on social media for without any compensation or without
0: anyone buying tickets, like you said. Mm, I just think like for me, it goes beyond what I share with, my fans are what I don't share with the people that listen to me or hear me or follow me on social media in the way that, like, I have a vlog. They follow me everywhere. And they capture everything. Yeah. And then they edit and they do what they need to do. But at the end of the day, the fans that are with me, they follow me. They know what I'm doing. Yeah. They know how I'm Where's doing Where's your vlogger it. over here? No, literally, don't, like, this was supposed to be, like, a private, like, Trip for me, mm-hmm. but I love you. So I was like, let's do this. Aww. But literally, if not, I would have had like my people, everybody, Aww. so many people. But for me, I love you too. Yeah. We're You're good.
1: spunky and I love you. <laughs> no, so she's having, yeah. so she's using her private time without, you know, her personal time. Yeah. For me. Thank you.
0: No, <laughs> I'm but, but I'm very happy to be here and I love to have these conversations with you because I feel like they're very, very important.
1: Yeah, people need to hear. And I also feel like when I talk to to you like this, I get to know you even better. Mm-hmm. And um, you delve into, like, the way you handle everything, the way you handle fame, the way you handle family, the way you are growing up. And and there are many things to relate to, even though everybody's not living your life. You're living the dream, like you said. Yeah. But all the people that are listening hopefully pick up a little something that inspires them, makes them feel better, gives them a little guidance, you know, that kind of thing. So... I'm glad you're here.
0: No, oh, I'm happy to be here and thank you for inviting me and no hopefully I can come again. Yeah, I should have you on again. I'm sorry for my like terrible English. I haven't spoken English in like literally two months, but... Why, your English is
1: perfect. <laughs> <It's> no. Perfect. <laughs> Why, you, I'm you like, no. do a perfect English. Yeah? Yeah.
0: Okay, good. Guys. The audience
1: here says your English was perfect. Thank you. Nothing to apologize thank for. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Angela, for joining us today. Thank you, Anna. I appreciate you. (laughs) Same, same. And that's a wrap, babies.